You're listening to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of Legends of Runeterra. This episode is supported by listeners like you. To become a supporter of Legends Cast, visit patreon.com slash legendscast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of the Legends of Runeterra. I am one of your hosts, quarantined outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and with me tonight, I have my legendary co-host, Dead Broke Nerd. Dead Broke Nerd, how you doing tonight? Doing all right. Um, well, I'm I'm actually really tired, but it was like I'm not the most convincing right. comment in the world. <laughs> I've got I've got coffee, so I'll do better as we go. Yeah, I just did an hour long live stream and drank a whole cup of coffee during it. It was there you go, definitely. And I noticed you're sporting a uh, Elder Scrolls Legends t shirt right now. Yep, nice. (laughs) My okay, so my hope is that if we talk about how oh man, look how I'm wearing an Elder Scrolls Legends shirt on a Legends of Runeterra podcast, that's just a crying shame. That may be. Maybe they'll send me a Legends of Runeterra shirt. Hmm. Oh, I, that, you know, who knows? Is there? I'm sure there is. I'm sure They've they exist. They've got to have one at least internally. Oh, yeah. Someone's made one. Don't make us make our own. Riot, don't make me make my own. It yeah, won't I look... mean, I don't want to cease and desist letter just as much as you don't want to send it to me. Yeah, I don't want to make, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be making my own. Don't, don't try to make me do that. So definitely. Listen, it, we can all go out and get white t-shirts and, you know, paint on them and put glitter, but it's just not going to be a great representation mm-hmm. of your awesome products. So, yeah. you know, it's in everyone's best interest if we don't make our own. And I'm sick of you acting like I won't send you my address so you can send me free stuff. I'm yeah, sick of I that. Mean, seriously, uh, you know what? Just just get that out of your head right now, Riot. I will give you my address. I will give it to you. Yeah. Don't think I'll I won't. email it right over. <laughs> I'll do. Don't don't think I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, and then a little opening banter here. Well, um, I am basically stuck in my house. Um, Ian, not so lucky. Not not so not so lucky. But I'm basically stuck in my house. So um, my downstairs uh, studio has become my office space. So um, I'm stuck in my house, but I actually had to work a lot more this week. So I have not had nearly as much time to play Legends of Runeterra this week, which was a crying shame. Plus, Teamfight Tactics Season 3 came out last week, and I've been really digging on it. I've been digging on it until the last couple of days. And I lost a bunch in a row and got real frustrated. (laughs) <laughs> and so, so I was like tilted. So I was back on some Legends of Runeterra today and uh, and toying around with a couple of decks, but I'm not really ready to release anything about them. Oh, uh, but okay. I, I wanted to see trademarks. Yeah, I wanted just to see how this new ephemeral uh, Hecarim worked out. So. I was just kind of toying around with that a little bit today, and I'll say this: it wasn't bad. It was not bad. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think it was. I think it's gonna be better for ephemerals. I don't know how much better than it was before, but still better. So yeah. So I just thought maybe you just know, hopefully like Shadow Isles will just be down in power across the board, so ephemeral has a better place to shine. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, I've been experimenting with it. I, I'm not going to say that Hecarim's not still a similar level of powerhouse. We talked about this ad nauseum last week, right? What our yeah. opinions would be. So I started, I started toying around with it a little bit, uh, a little bit today, uh, throughout the week, and uh, have been really digging it. So definitely, um, hopefully, in the next week or so, I'll have a list that's a little bit more refined that I might be able to talk about on chat, mm -hmm. unless it ends up just being awful, and then you, this is the last you'll hear about it. You won't you won't get to hear about it ever ever again. So never again. Never never again. So uh, that's my week in in Legends of Runeterra. Um, but there was a lot of news this week, and I'm I'm actually pretty excited about a lot of the news because we were already planning on doing like an economy episode, like a conversation about that, and then they came out with a bunch of information about it. But uh, before we dive into the news. Uh, DBN, did you have something yes. that you were playing this week? I'm lagging. Oh, oh, you're lagging. Well, I could hear you just fine. So you came through to me. So you just let me know whenever you're back and whenever you're hanging out with well, me. Well, um, yeah, not sure what's up, but uh, not. Um, I can hear not, you. Not doing so hot here with this whole internet thing. Oh man! If, so hmm, I wonder if you can hear me clearly. We can. I can hear you. Because at that point, I can just keep rambling. I mean, I can just talk. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Forever. Just back up. Oh, there you are. I can hear you again. Oh, you can hear me now. Yes. Perfect. Can you hear me now? I can. I can hear. You. We we never stopped hearing you actually here. Oh, that's good for you guys. Yeah, we heard you perfectly. You, your video never even delayed. Um, I asked you. That's so weird. It is. It was perfect. You never even. You were just there the whole time. Saw everything. Huh. Um, I I asked yeah. you kind of like, did you get a chance to play anything in Legends of Runeterra this week, or was kind of like life just too crazy? Let's face it, life's a little crazy right now for everybody. Life was a hundred percent too crazy. Yeah, I got to watch just like some YouTube videos and stuff like that. But um, actually, for most of the weekend, my computer wasn't even plugged in. Um, as you can, well, no, you guys wouldn't know. Anyone who's watching this wouldn't know. But my background is different because I I uh, went and came to live with my parents for a bit while this craziness is happening. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, a computer wasn't plugged in for quite a while. Um, and then uh, this week has just been an absolute madhouse uh, because now, I mean, as great as it is living with the parents and just got a little bit more kind of distance, you know, living out in the country, um, I, deal, I do still have to go to work, which has been an, a source of frustration. I'm very much on board with the quarantining agenda and social distancing thing, but I'm still being told to come into work. And it's like, all right. I mean, I'll get a paycheck. But, get that. Um, yeah, because here in Virginia, we don't have any, like, stay-at-home orders or anything like that. It's basically, like, stay-at-home recommendations, mm. which, you know, if anyone anyone who's seen the, the um, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, you know, when they bring up the Pirate's Code, you know, uh, it's not really a code. It's more like guidelines. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, uh, which is to say nobody really is following it. So, hooray. Dude, I saw some pictures of California, uh, like, the day after some of the mandates, and the beaches were just mm -hmm. full of people. Yeah, because people are stupid. 
Well, I tell you what, the the people in my area have been taking it seriously. So Good. I don't know about everywhere, but Pennsylvania is like dead, dude. Like no well, isn't one Pennsylvania one is of the states that's completely locked down. Out. We are. We have a handful of counties that are fully locked down, and mm. a lot of the rest of us is partially locked down. But my my county that I'm in right now, we just got like nine confirmed cases today, and wow. um and so in like literally a couple miles north of me. Um, and so it is here, it's here, uh, the virus is here. And so we will almost certainly be shut down almost entirely within the next couple of days. So I, of course, I work for a church and there's stipulations for religious organizations because they can't, mm -hmm. they like legally, it's, it's not constitutional for them to tell you that you cannot gather for religious purposes. So technically mm -hmm. my job and everything that I do is completely exempt from all of the recommendations and the mandates but our right. our church family has been following um all of the recommendations up to this point so like we're gathering in groups smaller than 10 um we're not doing any unnecessary gatherings so we literally just get together for live streams and recordings and for like songs and preaching and stuff and that's about it so i have to go and preach in a couple of days for a few weekends from now we're recording it um, and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do that. So I might be recording from my studio at home and we might be broadcasting that, um, over the next couple of weeks. Cause I think our, we're going to get the ban hammer, like the, the ban hammer is going to hit my County in the next couple of days, but I'll tell you the truth. Although I would, I think a lot of people are thinking about this. Most people are coming to this podcast cause they probably, I'm going to guess not trying to think about the, the coronavirus right now would be my guess mm. my guess i not that i don't want to talk about it but people are playing legends of runeterra a lot right now because they have some time on their hands right we got a little bit of extra time there's some people who are going to work that don't want to go and there are some yep. of us who are home that uh are kind of feeling like oh, what am i supposed to do with my life right now so we're playing ladder yeah we're playing some <laughs> legends of runeterra and we got a lot of new stuff coming out so actually this episode is going to be a hair briefer just because honestly there's so much going on in life right now for everybody um and we know that so we're just we're we're just covering news today we're not going to do a deep dive into any decks although we do have some stuff that we're going to look at in the future but neither ian and i have had a tremendous amount of time to dig into anything but we did think that there was too much news to not do an episode this week so yeah i mean I, i'm i mean i think there's always going to be even if we're not talking about new decks even if we're not talking about you know our laddering experience um just because we haven't played the game doesn't mean we're not keeping up with it and following it and also doesn't mean that we can't find something you know, interesting and useful. I think that's one of the things that like Mark and I, you know, have we've talked about is that like we want there to be a good kind of variety of of content on here. So even when even when we don't have haven't played a whole lot and we're not talking about decks and stuff like that, we're always gonna try to provide you guys something that is useful. And in this case, luckily we have new news announcements. Uh yes. some interesting stuff on that front. Uh which is actually funny because like, you know, two big kind of announcements back-to-back -back weeks it's pretty cool yeah you know we get a lot of information from them um the the team over working on legends over in terra um we get a lot of stuff from them and i i definitely appreciate kind of the openness of the communication um that we've had it has been really awesome and super super encouraging um for me anyway so okay so we have the first bit of news isn't news as much as it is a potential leak 
and we think it's pretty reliable. We think it's pretty reliable. So it's some audio files that have been um, data mined from one of the more recent updates. And this is probably the lesser part of the news because you never really know for sure. Um, so what happened was there was there was a, a leak or a, 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 an update that went out. Um, Pixel Buds um, <laughs> claims to be the original source of the leak. And they found over 5,000 new audio files. Um, and there's actually a page that you can go and listen to them and stuff. If you, if you're really interested, go and listen to them. But we got the introduction potentially of like up to two new regions, um, and a whole slew of new champions, um, actually got, uh, what they're, what they're saying here is two new regions with six champions each and two new champions for every region that we've had put out so far. That's a lot of content. It's a lot. It seems like it's. I'm I bet guessing get it's broken up. Yeah, I think it's two. It's probably two expansions worth of content, right? Because yeah. they kind of said what they originally their plan was. They're going to give us a new faction, um, with five champions, and then one new champion for each existing faction. So my guess is then they'll do this for the second expansion that comes out, which will be six champions, with a new champion for each one that will bring, you know, all of our groups, all of our regions up to six champions. Now, do we know how many regions there are in the lore? Um, so I have a map here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It looks like there's 11, but, um, it's a lot. Yes. So how many do we have right now? Six. Well, but, wait, is Piltover and Zaun combined? On yes, the they are combined. So 10 regions. Okay, interesting. So and we I, have yeah, six, six regions, right? So that would be enough for four expansions. Mm. And then from there, we would be able to get... And keep in mind, guys, like, we both play card games, but neither of mm. us are, like, l Legends or Runeterra lore masters. No. So... Yeah, sorry. If you are... And you would like to be our lore master, email us at eslegendscast at gmail.com or shoot me a message on Discord, and you can give us all of the lore about all of the places that we're missing. Because there there may be some that we're missing. So the first one is um Bilewater. Yeah, you lagged out on me a little bit, but uh, you know. Oh, but you're back. Am I oh, back now? I'm back now. Yeah, oh, you're back beautiful. Now. So I don't know what you said, but I, I assume it was cool. It was. It, it was have been something cool. Incredibly cool. So oh, okay. we have bile water is the first leaked Wait, location. Bilge water. Bilge water. Bile. Oh, definitely not bile. I know. I know that. <laughs> Even I know that. Bile water. Bile. Although I can actually, I can actually hear bile water being a cool place too. Sure. Water with poop. Like in that it. sounds right. Yeah, or wait, isn't, is bile, I thought bile was vomit. No, no, I think it's the stuff that's in your intestines, right? No, I thought it was like stomach acids, like stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah, all that, gross. Let's get the, yeah, it's all, I mean, it's still gross, but I mean, I feel like now I'm going to work bile water into a D&D &D campaign or something like that. <laughs> oh, a small village of bile water, yes. Right, yes. Mm -hmm. So in this leak here, it's called the Lawless Porch City. So, um, yeah. this was kind of like the big outcry for since the beginning. Like, people wanted this. 
So mm-hmm. the one, the pictures that we have here of sort of some champions that might be confirmed is Gangplank, who is a pirate, a mean pirate. Um, a very he, mean pirate. He shoots barrels. Um, Just barrels. Yeah, so, so in League of Legends, he lays barrels and then he shoots them with his pistol and he blows them up yeah and if you can if you can connect them in a chain they'll blow up in a chain so you can like oh that's sick leave them in a chain so i don't know how that type of mechanic would work out but i'd love to see that type of like the exploding barrels mechanic in this game i would almost it would almost be like you could put a barrel token on a uh an enemy and then if that enemy defends it explodes Ooh, you know yeah it would be interesting to see how he could level up like i don't know a tremendous amount of i've i've played gangplank maybe a few times um Mm. i just know that that's kind of like the his thing oh oh no his other thing is he calls in like an orbital strike basically which is like cannons that are shot from his ship right and oh, they just like oh. boom they like, it's like he's a space pirate well now? He, that's funny part is <laughs> is in team fight tactics right now he actually is a space pirate literally <laughs> that is one of his things he's a space pirate but um in in the in the game he's typically you know he's a pirate and he calls in sort of like a strike from his his ship from cannons right and that's his ultimate so we could see something that is usable kind of like that maybe that would be kind of like his alt um, spell like a really powerful spell that like blasts oh, like the entire enemy board. Mm-hmm. It yeah. would be interesting because there's not a lot of board wipes in the game. You know, I mean, we've got Avalanche, and, and that one's kind of weak. The other, and that yeah, I mean, it is, but um, I mean, it's mana efficient if they've got a wide board. You know, it does a lot of damage, but I mean, it won't finish things off. But anyways, yeah, we've got that, and we've got the um, the one that blows everything up for nine mana. Yes, um, the ruination. Ruination, right? So it'd be interesting to see another uh, kind of board clear, you know, hit the game. Although I will say, back in Hearthstone days, like that was one of the things I didn't like was how many board clears there were. So we, we got to be careful about that. But yeah, so so that's Gangplank. That's Gangplank. That's Gangplank. And then we have uh, Fizz, which is a fish person with a... Sh- it's like a murloc, isn't he? Well, no, no, no. He's not a murloc. He's much I saw cooler. that picture. I saw that picture. He looks like a murloc. Well, okay. He's more like a fish man. He, he looks more like mm. one of the fish dudes from The Legend of Zelda. Um, a little bit more like... So, and he has a giant shark. So, in the game, his ultimate is he shoots a fish at somebody... And if it hits them, um, it sticks to them and it draws in an enormous shark that comes up underneath <laughs> of them and, and knocks them up and munches them, um, oh my Lord. which could be really cool. He also has this ability where he like he like sticks his trident in the ground and jumps on it. And he becomes mm-hmm. uh, untargetable. And then when he drops, like he does massive damage. So he's an assassin. Kind of cool. He's an assassin type character, kind of like uh, Katarina is in the, in the game right now. So mm-hmm. um he could be really cool, and we could get some fish stuff. This is the one that you're excited about, Misfortune. Yeah. Misfortune. I love me, I love me a, a pirate babe. Yes. That's what she is. Mm-hmm. Misfortune. Also, like, what a cool name. She is, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm, like, I'm not a, I don't know any of these characters or their lore, but that's a cool name. That's a fun, you know, pun, and I love it. 
Yeah, and she's cool. So her her ability is bullet time her ultimate, which just shoots like this huge cone of of bullets in front of her. So uh, super cool. Yeah, super edgy. It is. She she's she's very cool. So misfortune. Then we have Nautilus, the Titan of the Depth, which is yeah, which like a isn't submarine. that basically like Bioshock, the Bioshock Big Daddies? Sure, I've never played Bioshock. Never played Bioshock. Oh never man, Bioshock. it's a good, good game. At least the first one is. I didn't play the others, but this guy really carries around an anchor. He stands up. He throws yeah, I think, his anchor. I don't think at they. I don't think they carry around the anchor, but that's basically what it was: is the big, giant, like bulky, like uh, the old, old timey sub submersion suits. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's basically what like the big daddies looked like, sort of. But a lot of them had like drills for hands or something uh but okay yeah that's this when i saw that picture and i i have no you know information on who he is but i was like oh it's just it's a big daddy okay yeah really you should play bioshock that game is that game is sick i've heard it's really good, cool I've heard good it's also stupid cheap on steam like all the time so like it's uh it's really cool it's also in my opinion it's super super off topic here but i think that like bioshock is a really good like little uh class on level design for game designers but also really useful to think about um like uh for uh D, &D for like uh, dungeon masters i think that like each of those levels seems very distinct Ooh. which is but like connected so if you're making a big dungeon for your players that's one of the best ways in you know, one of the best ways to kind of get ideas and to think about that and just to see it done well is bioshock how each of these different levels is very distinguished from the last one, but still manages to connect the overall like ecology of the dungeon that you're basically in, right? That's so cool. like I think that's a really yeah. I I always think I tend to find myself thinking about like the different settings and stuff and how they felt different when I'm designing dungeons for my players when when I'm DMing. I love that. I love it whenever you're playing something or you're watching something and it inspires mm -hmm. you for a role playing game. Yeah, that's very cool. Guys. That's all. Sorry, way off top. No, no, no. Hey, people come here for dungeon master tips as well. I would imagine. So the <laughs> la the last one that I want to bring up, and this is the one that I'm excited about, is Tom Kench, the River King. So Tom Kench <laughs> is a giant frog, and in the game, this is what he does. He licks you with his tongue, and after Ugh. he licks you a certain amount of times, you get shoved into his mouth. And then it can carry you back into enemy lines and barf you out. And he can—that is disgusting. He can also swallow his allies in order to protect them. So now I'm that, interested. That, to that see. has a lot of potential for game mechanics. That's that would be really interesting. Like the, like him being able to eat a car, kind of like detain, right? But yes. like, like whenever, like any, like okay, whenever a creature defends against him that uh that creature is removed from the board until the start of your next turn and then it comes back into play you know what i mean like that would be a oh, really yeah. interesting way to do it and after he's eaten a certain number of things like he'll level up or something like that but like he'll never get the damage through if they defend right but because they'll get the defense but it will remove something that they can now can't attack with yeah but it doesn't kill it it'll eat it instead temporarily i think that would be really cool I just designed the card. There you go. There it is. Job done. I think there's some really cool potential. I thought from the very beginning when people started bringing up this area that Tom Kench mm -hmm. would be 
a really cool card because I think they could get really creative in him either being sort of an offensive card, maybe with Challenger that sucks mm-hmm. up like for a turn your enemy mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, like let's say he would like if he challenges it challenges them like he eats them just till the end of the round and then they get spit back out which doesn't allow you to like combat trick with that particular thing um yeah or unless you like recall it or something um or like the ability to find a way to sort of like protect your own allies would be really interesting so um i don't know exactly how that would work but i don't know if there was like an ability that was like if if you have an ally that's like challenged like you would be able to suck them up and put tom kench in its place um i would love to see tom kench i mean i don't know anything about the character but like fill a similar role to braum as braum but in the reverse where braum goes and pulls people in and tom kench can substitute in but like still have that big regenerate effect or something like that Mm -hmm. to like help your board he protects your board from their attacks as opposed to braum sort of harpooning their things you know like an inverse like that'd be really neat yeah well the the coolest part about this is and those are the ones i want to talk about but the coolest part about this is is it shows that we're where we're probably going next and what are some of the champs that we're probably going to get and i will be really interested to see if like other card games if they're going to introduce a new mechanic Mm -hmm. in this first set or if we're going to keep kind of like the same mechanics um for the first expansion i imagine they're gonna have to introduce new mechanics over time oh they 100 percent will they, they'll definitely bring in new mechanics any card game will do that for sure um what i'm kind of most excited for with bilgewater entering the mix uh is a different flavor uh to kind of incorporate in the game and make the like art style and themes uh feel a little bit different and more distinguished because right now as i'm sitting there thinking about it like noxus and demacia and ionia sometimes they all have their distinct kind of influences i get but it feels it's very like they they kind of blend together a lot of the times for me um in terms of like visuals and stuff like that like i talked about it in like one of the first couple episodes how like why does um you know why does zed who's in Ionia have this like kind of westernized, you know, black knight uh, kind of helmet and armor and stuff. It just didn't, I didn't, I don't know. So like, I'm excited to see a different art direction. So then, you know, the only one that really to me stands way out is like Piltover and Zahn with their crazy gizmos and gadgets. And yeah. Stuff like a like pretty that. strong steampunk uh, influence yeah, there. Right. And so then now we'll basically get to have, you know, piratey, you know, uh, vibe and steampunk vibes, and then knights, Romans, pseudo Eastern culture, mix, <laughs> mishmash. It's so funny Ionia. to me that like the art direction for Ionia is your least favorite, but your favorite car- character is yeah. Yasuo. That's yeah, so Yasuo, 100%. funny. Like I literally yeah. remember when we when we first started talking about this, and you were like. I don't like the art direction for Ionia. I don't like Yasuo. I don't. I then, still don't. And then he becomes like your favorite card and you're just like the one that you like playing the most. That's Guilty, so yeah. funny. <laughs> well, and who am I missing here? I'm missing one. A Frail Yord. And I think Frail Yord is fine. But like we can see like we have like several like Western culture kind of 
European influenced things and it and even Ionia, which is supposed to be like a you know, more Eastern culture, doesn't in my opinion, like I said, doesn't really feel like it committed enough to that source material. Um, but like you know, Romans, knights, and Nord Nords, like that's pretty standard fare in like fantasy games and like card games stuff like that. So I'm excited to see like a new infusion of a different different theme and i you know i mean like one of the things that i really respected about world of myths which is a very small indie game you can play it on steam it's free um it is a really interesting card game that uh, i haven't played recently unfortunately um and i'm not even going to say like it's as good as runeterra but it is very very different from anything else that's out there one of the things i absolutely adored about that is like one of the starting factions was a was a aztecs um which is like you had that yeah really unique and like people don't tap into like um you know south american mythology african mythology like i would love to see and i don't know if runeterra has that or not you know like those influences right because i mean i i happen to know we have a lot of like you know and i think one of the things that gets ripped a lot is like you typically get like a voodoo person somewhere you know that one gets ripped a lot of times for for video games and stuff like that but i would love to see um I would, yeah, I'd love to see something like that hit the board sooner rather than later so we don't kind of get that um, – get overwhelmed by the standard affair that you get from Elder Scrolls. You get from you know Lord of the Rings. Like I'm not saying I don't love those tropes and, and, and stuff like that, but you, you see enough knights in, in giant World of Warcrafty pauldrons. And sure. then you kind of are ready for something different. And that's where, like I said, that I just kind of wish Ionia was a little bit more Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that we came from, right, when we came from Elder Scrolls Legends, there mm. is a really thick lore, like really thick. Mm -hmm. And and I'm realizing that now as I play through some of the quest lines in Elder Scrolls Online, and they introduce you to more and more of that lore and sort of the unique personality and traditions and language of every different race and i think they pulled a good bit of that in fairly well um but it was all a little bit more subtle wherein in legends of runeterra everything is kind of like in your face everything's right? big everything's, everything's big. big everything's in your face which and i they, think serves it well a lot of the time yeah and the art direction is fun and it's like you know like for example like you have katarina and you have misfortune right and so mm -hmm. I'm I'm not trying to say anything negative, you know, I'm just saying that like you did not have women who were dressed the way that these two characters are portrayed in uh you know Elder Scrolls universe, no. right? Like no. everything is just like just pushed up a notch, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know what, to be fair, that's entirely true of the male characters as well. I mean, Darius is literally ridiculous. I mean, he's yeah. absolutely enormous. Um Yeah, Garen but they really do kind of fit like the typical American portrayal of male and female characters in games, right? Yeah. Like it's very like even though it's not Blizzard, it is very like World of Warcrafty like art styles, you know. Yeah, and even like what I would say like some more of like Americanized anime or maybe mm -hmm. not. Maybe because you know, you do have like the very um uh, you have women who are portrayed in a very certain way and you have men who are like all like armored and super tough and absolutely huge. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, 
and I realize that's the overall art direction of of all of the of all of Runeterra of all of Riot stuff, and and yeah. I get like I get that it's not my personal favorite, but it does mm. when it does when you are pushing sort of like themes for these different factions, it pushes it all up just like another notch, right? There's nothing subtle yeah. about it. There's nothing subtle about it. Yeah, and, no, and I, I and I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that like I'm just I'm just excited to have a new flavor injection and not again this is such a minor it's not even a complaint it's just a it's, it's just a, i'm an, a, a no, i noticed that like sometimes i'm like demacia and noxus and i i have to kind of check to see which faction it is <laughs> which one which one is yeah. it? yeah yeah which one is this one yeah and if we get like so. fizz and tom kench right and nautilus yeah, like it's it gonna really us, mix it up yeah it gives us like three like beastie now if we do end up playing in i don't even know what faction it is but it's wherever like um, warwick who's like a werewolf and nidalee who's like a shapeshifter druid character comes from hmm. um mm -hmm. and it's, it's sort of more like a, like a jungly um like a like a theme. feywild sort of vibe yeah 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 a bit more of like a feywild sort of vibe it would be that would be a really cool one too I, i'd I, love to see that yeah yeah i think that could be cool i will like say a this fairy i want to play i want to play like a fairy you know? sure i always enjoyed like yeah like i always enjoyed like um like like the fairy princes and stuff like that you know and uh the tricksters you know oh sure 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 yeah yeah i always like that play style so i mean it's cool we're we're diving in more it's clear that they have plans it looks like we have two expansions coming at us soon you can explore more online about some of the stuff that was spoiled if mm. you really want spoilers we don't need to spoil everything for you um but it's just encouraging like they they have expansions in the work and voice lines and stuff for them and um i'll be i'll be honest with you like i'll be all in on 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 like the pirate theme i think that's just super cool i love pirates in yeah. general i think it's like i cool. i i like i would dress up as a pirate like about every other halloween you know <laughs> you and ron I, I, I swanson really... yeah no yeah a little bit <laughs> uh but no i i do i i really do like uh you know that that vibe and um i mean that was that was my that's that was my twitch emote you know was ahoy with a little pirate guy sure you know so i'm i'm all in on that too I, i'm looking forward to it nice well we did have one other announcement and to be fair this is the bigger of the two um, and uh, we'll try to sum it up for you the best as possible. But I will tell you this, if you go to playrunterra.com, uh, play you can grab this article because there's gonna be some information that we're probably not gonna get into that might be important to you. But basically they came out and they said, listen, we have a big patch coming out. I think it's coming out on the 30th. Am I, is that accurate? Next, uh, next Tuesday, Tuesday, right? yeah. It's always on Tuesday, so it's gonna be the 31st 31st okay yeah i knew it was like it's at the very end of march right so it's at the very end of march mm -hmm. and it's a it's a big adjustment to the game's economy the economy of the game is changing so we've had a lot of people who've had very a lot of vocal we've been a lot of vocal people about the economy of this game so far i don't know what your opinion have, of it has been up to this point dvn what what have you thought about the game economy up to this point it's been fairly irrelevant to be honest, um, the first couple weeks I grinded out my chests and I don't really bother with it anymore. The thing is, is like, you know, it, 
in stark contrast with my name, uh, I finally do have a little bit of disposable income to throw at a video game. Um, and so I've put a little bit of money in so that I don't have to grind my uh, weekly chest. I'll do my quests when I get to play, you know, but there's right now what with everything, both with work, uh, but also like, you know, coming out and moving. Um, I just, I don't, I know I don't have time to grind out the weekly chest up to a really crazy level like I did a month ago. Um, so I, so I don't worry about it, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and so I, I will say I have, like, I have thoughts on, like, I can, I can elaborate on my opinions on things based on it, putting myself in the shoes of a free to play player, which I was for so long in many other games and so, in some games still am. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, for this game, I haven't been playing free to play. I don't really have a good, you know, good insight on, um, whether it's in a good place or a bad place. I've heard from some people. I know I've talked to Silverfuse who kind of, uh, she, at least a couple weeks ago, expressed that she tends to hoard wild cards uh, and or, uh, dust, dust and yeah. wild mm -hmm. cards, um, you know, and I've heard that people do that. And I guess my kind of opinion is like, I'm all for like trying to make the economy very uh, like user friendly, very new player friendly. And I think a lot of the changes in this, I generally agree with. And I think I like the direction of because like they're riot and they have the resources to say, we're going to, we're going to make money on, on cosmetics um, so why make this hard on people? Um, let's mm -hmm. really make them feel good about playing this game as a free-to-play player, and then they'll feel like spending money on the cosmetics as opposed to feeling bad because they have to spend money on packs or or wild cards or you know whatever, like in other games. Um, so I mean, like I'll probably comment on certain aspects of it, but I don't, I can't say it's from firsthand experience. Um, I will say though the little minor thing that I, I it's a quick and easy touch is that i don't have to go in and manually dust things because it'll that is dust nice. the extras for me when i get it that is so nice mm -hmm. well you know when i first got into the game when you've played previous card games you kind of get your cards you maybe throw a couple bucks at the game you go in and dust the stuff that you don't want sort of aggressively mm -hmm. to build a deck and you could not do that in this game and at first i was kind of like I really don't like that. And then with the economy, I was like, it's so easy to build a collection that I'm actually not playing this game as much as I typically would play a game because I'm not really having to grind much. Like I would get on, complete my quest, get two wins for some bonus XP, and that would be about it. Yeah, like what I think I like that because you know what it is? I, with this game, I don't play the game when I don't want to. Like in other games, I would find myself playing the game when I didn't feel like playing because I felt I had to. To keep up. To keep up. And that was a negative experience. It often gave I was a lot more jaded about the game. I tend to I tended to not play as well because I wasn't as invested. I wasn't as excited. So now every time I boot up Runeterra, I'm thrilled and I'm just having fun. And I'm not worrying about max maxing out the rewards making sure i get every single card in the game because i feel like i don't have to you know go too far in to get there and yeah i'm spending money and i probably would play more if i didn't spend a little bit of money to get some you know champion 
uh, um, wild, um, cards. wild cards, you know, because that's the thing I will say, like, I, and they address this, that champions are the bread and butter of the decks. Like, it needs to be easier to get them. Yes. And they address that, which is great, because that's my, I guess that's, I guess if there's a critique, it's that, you know, that, like, that's why I threw money at the game, because, like, I'll happily tinker with, you know, oh, well, I don't have this. This is one of my favorite things to do in, like, paper card games uh when you don't like in like um when you are like packs by, by packs as mm -hmm. opposed to like a living card game so like legend of the five rings is a living card game where like if you're not familiar with the business model you purchase the set when it comes out and it comes with all the cards yeah, you right? know so it's exactly a one -time what you're purchase. getting so you know exactly what you're getting. There's no surprise. But one of the things I really liked about playing like Versus System and the old L5R, um, even back in Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, was I don't have this card. Let me find something that will do the trick, something else. Mm -hmm. And I like doing that. I don't mind doing that in Runeterra. I used to do it sometimes in Tessel, but not much by the end because I had almost all the cards that were good by the end. But the point is, like, I, I'm happy to do that with like commons and you know and and uh, rares and epics. Uh, but you can't get away with that with the champions. The champions really are like, you know, that's the leader ability in Gwent. That's the stronghold in Legend of the Five Rings. Like, you, you need that, those champions. Yeah, that's um, your build around. You, it's a build around, right. And, and, like, so I do think it'd be better. Frankly, one of the things I kind of was maybe mildly critical of, but not even that critical of, I think they should have given you a couple extra champions uh, in the tutorial. I would I would have been, like, happier. If they'd given me one or two more champions, not like a playset necessarily, but like here, here's one, you know, here's one Hecarim and here's one like um, Heimerdinger, you know, just like an extra one, an extra one of, of some of the more like interesting, like diverse champions as opposed to giving us, you yeah, know, two like Elises and a Darius and a Garen, you know. Yeah, I don't actually know what all they gave us. At the yeah, I can't remember because I think there is it's one. Two releases, I think, though. Trying to get it random, and you're right. Like, right, like I, if you want to play a Heimerdinger deck, you can't put the Heimerdinger deck together and say I don't have Heimerdingers. Um, I'm gonna replace right. those with Jinx. Like, it, they don't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So you do need those. So they released this, and basically what they said is like they're they're really not necessarily changing progression that much. Like I've been absolutely thrilled. Like I threw twenty bucks at this game when it first came out, so I could get the first batch of wild cards of every type, mm -hmm. and uh, and craft some stuff. And that and that's what I've done. I have gone through and sort of calculated by the time I complete the 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 the, the quest lines of everything, and I do my expeditions mm -hmm. and stuff every week. I will have three copies of every single champion. Um, mm -hmm. so I will have basically a full set of cards. I have at least one copy of every common in the game at this point, and I'm only like two short on epics. The rares are my biggest, like I'm missing like a dozen rares or something, but that's, <laughs> that's really about it. I'm only missing, I don't have, um, I don't have Callista and I, and Vladimir. Those are the only two champs that I don't have at least a single copy Man. of. I know I you Vlad love buff. Vlad. I know you love Vlad, but I so. I like him. They've said, basically, here's what we're doing. We're, we want to give you more agency, which is more control, because I didn't know what agency meant at first. So if you're like me and you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, agency just means a little bit more choice and a little bit more control over your progression. So I think, yeah, I think the big thing with agency and why they say agency as opposed to uh, like uh, control, um, control means because I, I, I want to touch on this briefly because i think this is where they're going with this control is like um implying that like you get to make 
more like strategic choice. I guess what the connotation of control is that like there's a best answer. And I think agency is a really good word for game designers in general. Um, and honestly, one that I use a lot when I'm planning uh, for D&D. Here we go on D&D again, sorry. Um, but one of the things that's really important, I think, for me as a DM is making sure my players have agency. And agency is strictly the idea of they have to make choices. Not that they, you know, because I think control is like, it, 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 it denotes something more like um not try hardy but like more um gamified i don't mm -hmm. know but agency i love that word because what it does is it, it gives them more uh, utility to play how they want to play right yes and that's what i felt like they were approaching from a really strong point is we are supporting how you want to play not necessarily the optimized progression you know, and, 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 and like, sure. We want to give you, just a, we want to give you multiple pathways to yeah. play this game. And we want you to be able to choose the path that you're going to take. We don't mm -hmm. want the path that you're going to take to play this game dictated by a random pack opening or a random champion. Um, we want you to be able to pick the way in which that you want to play this game. And we want that experience to be rewarding for you. And as that is rewarding for you, we want you to sort of be intentionally progressing towards a larger collection um, and more versatility and more options while you choose the way that you want to progress. And I haven't seen sort of like right up to this point, every card game that I've played, progression has been dictated to me, right? The decks that I wanted to build was up to me, but how I progressed was dictated yeah, 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 to yeah. me, mm -hmm. right? Here's how you progress. You open these packs, you buy this $50 pre-release. This is how you progress in the game. You complete your quests, you open your packs, you collect your gold, you save up mm -hmm. for the next expansion. This game is saying, listen, some of those things are gonna remain true, but we're gonna give you the ability to sort of direct that a little bit more. And I like that. So let's get into it. Well, and Go also ahead. like attacking, building, like like you always, when, when, we, when you played, um elder scrolls legends with the exception of the rng pack opening you had full control right but because of the way that the system was designed a lot of the times that control tended to be dictated more towards the optimal choices the best choices sure right and i think what and again, I know I'm making this weird distinction for no apparent reason. I'm sure people are going to be like, well, shut up about this. Control agency, they're basically synonyms, and they sort of are. But like, I just, the, the ability to make more choices that don't have to be optimized, but are instead geared towards players having the most fun, players doing what feels engaging to them as opposed to like a structure. Cause I just remember all those stupid, like, not stupid, they were useful to a lot of people, but those guides, those crafting guides, you did one, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. And I just, that always a, a little bit irritated me that if the people, that the system felt like you had to have those guides so you didn't mess up. Because that was a, that was straight up a thing, right? Oh, was yeah. You could make a mistake and be like, be wasting efficiency and wasting this. And yeah, you can, you can have reduced efficiency and building your collection in uh, Ruterra, but it has much more to do with playing the game. If you're not playing as much, you're not getting as much stuff, 
right? But it feels like because the crafting system is is not really a there's not an inverse crafting system where you can like you know dust the cards that you know aren't good and dust the cards in the faction you don't play. It feels like it's much more relaxed and much more focused on people making decisions that they'll enjoy as opposed to people making decisions that are strictly good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And you know what? The the wild cards, which is what we're going to talk about, um, mm-hmm. gives a great deal of that agency. Right? Wild cards are a great way to make that happen. So let's talk because, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you can go and you can read through the article on your own about their reasons why they did all of this. But we're not going to go over all of that because that's not entirely news to us, I guess. That is we're going to go over kind of like the points, right? So earn unlimited um, and improved vault rewards. And this is maybe the biggest change and maybe one of the best. And it has one of the most important points too. So level two plus in your vault is going to include an expedition token. This was previously awarded only at level 10. And this was how you got your champion. So, Mm. and this is the point that I'm going to make is it's really, really important. You do no, you will no longer get champions from expeditions. They're not putting a guaranteed champion in your expedition run anymore. That means that starting on Tuesday, the 30th, the 31st, whatever the date is, all of your saved up expedition tokens will no longer give you champions. So if you have a stack of expedition tokens from the beta, you need to go in there and at least create and then retire two decks or retire a deck and close out your expedition runs if for no other reason than just to grab a couple of free champions. Because yeah. starting when this patch comes out, 9.3, um, you or 0.9.3, you're not going to be able to um, get free champions from those expedition tokens. So use those up. That's really important. Um, but they're giving you an expedition token earlier. I think that's fine. It's encouraging people to play expeditions. But now you're not required to play an expedition in order to get your champion every week. I think that's a good thing. I mean, I know that... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it helps people like me who don't like playing draft modes yeah and there are a lot of people who don't so and i'm one of those like i i actually don't mind the draft mode in this game but there has been a couple of weeks that i got my draft token just went in and auto conceded and just got my champion it's just the time it it takes a long time to do it right and i always feel like i want to you know really commit to trying hard because i'm a competitive son of a gun Mm -hmm. you know so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna you know really take this super seriously when really I'm only doing I would only do this over constructed for the champion. And so it's like if I get the champion one way or the other, are the extra rewards really worth it? Uh, maybe I don't know. I used to play arena on stream in Tesla, but that one was a lot less time consuming. Like an arena run in Tesla. Oh yeah, this is this is way more time consuming. The expedition is really time really time consuming. It's like a two day event. You know, and I and I still I would never play arena in my spare time. I would only do it on stream to mix things up. You know, like I never touched arena, uh, like off stream, mm-hmm. ever. But I think it's important to note that like so literally one quest a week, or like two wins, two wins or one quest a week gives you an expedition token. Mm-hmm. That's crazy low. Then level five plus includes a random champion card. Um, this is so good. Yes. So if you get to level five, which is basically the equivalent of completing four days of your quest and a couple of wins, right? So four out of seven days, you log on and do your quest. 
and you get like a win that day. I don't know exactly what all that experience adds up to exactly, but it's somewhere around there. You know, a couple of days you log on, complete your quest and get a win. Um, you're going to get a, a free, a, a random champion during your vault, which is fantastic. Fantastic. So that's great. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't even think bad to say about that. Nope. It's pretty it's great. Just good. It, it's just, it's just really good for players that, you know, that want to pour a week in, you know, a week of time into the game and get caught up. Like the people that say, okay, this is going to be my hobby for a while. Mm -hmm. This is going to um, be my game. I, this is going to be my game. This is what I want to spend my time on. And like, I want to be rewarded for the time I put in, you know, there was I only once or twice, but there were, you know, there was a one or two days playing Hearthstone where I got all of my, you know, three win, 15 gold or 10 gold or whatever things mm -hmm. and I, I capped. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I, I want to play more, you know, and I want to get more rewards, you know, it's rare, but people, but that happens mm -hmm. and people who want to, especially streamers who want to put that time in, like, that's going to be really cool for them. Like, yeah, this is great. And it doesn't hurt anyone to do that. They didn't take anything away. You know, well, no. technically the expedition token part, but they just moved that. You know, yeah. they just they just moved where the sure. champion is and, and really actually made it easier benefit because yeah, before a, you had to get to level 10 to get the expedition token and get a champion. Yeah, no, this is great. This is all good. And I just really like that the vault is uh, um, unlimited now. So you can just keep keep leveling it. Sure. So these are the other two options. So you get to level 10 on the vault, you replace your champion card with a champion wild card. So this is where we're talking about agency. You're no longer just going to get a random champ. You get to level 10, which level 10 is basically a win a day, um, a win or two a day and completing your quest, depending on if you get a thousand or 1500 XP quests. So a, which if you're me, you just get thousands. Yeah. You never get them if you're, if you're DBN, but if you're me, you get them pretty regularly. Um, so a winner to a day and complete your seven quests. You'll get to level 10. You'll get a wild card, get any champion you want. And then beyond level 13, you can now continue to unlock capsules. So every time you level up your vault beyond 13, you get another capsule with three rares and two commons. And it has a chance to upgrade that capsule to an epic or a champion capsule, which means those you could get now, if you get lucky and get the upgrade, you could potentially get multiple champions in your vault. If you go beyond level 13. Well, that's going to be really handy when the new sets come out. There's more champions. Somebody jumps into the game, needs to get caught up on champions. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, just grind it out. Grind it out. Level up your vault yep. to 15 or 20 that week and hopefully get a couple of extra champs or an extra champion or so. And you get your champion wild card to grab whichever one you want. Um, and it makes it for people like me who will have a full collection. I don't have to do that. I can just get to level five and get the random champion card that week if I want to. And I don't have to worry about it beyond that. If I don't have the time to play, I don't have to fret. You're also going to get unlimited experience. So PvP wins and normal or ranked and expeditions net you at least 200 and um, 100 base XP every time. So play as much as you want. And as the XP goes down, they're always going to at least give you 50. So you're not going to run out of XP throughout the day. So there's no cap on the amount of experience that you, oh, that's AI wins, will always provide 50 XP. So you can grind games in the early stages to learn your decks and to learn the game. And when you don't have a collection, you can grind games on AI and get 50 experience every time and turn those games quick and grind out. So once again, if you're a person who enjoys that, because there are people who enjoy grinding, 
um, this mm -hmm. will give you an opportunity because it's unlimited experience. They're not just, that's what I disliked about some card games. They put these cap on things and I was like, you're, I want to play your game and you're actively discouraging me to stop. To, you're actively discouraging me well, from playing it. Well, you're discouraging me, especially the AI thing. You're like, you know, they want you to get on and play against other people, but like, you know, discouraging you from playing a mode that you're offering, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And like, there are people that like, there are people that just want to experience the game and will and want to play against the AI. Want to they don't feel comfortable playing against real people until they get more cards. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't play much against play much PvP in the first week just because I was like, just I don't want to have any pressure. I just want to like wanna learn. learn the game. I just, you know, I'm a very, like, when I pick up a new game, I don't like jumping on the ladder right away. I don't have ladder anxiety, but I want to feel comfortable piloting my deck before taking it against somebody else. And especially considering I didn't play the closed beta or the alpha. So mm -hmm. I, I was just brand, brand new, you know, and I was like, I just want to take my time with it. And I think that's something that I'm glad that they're offering that. Me too. So they also changed up wild cards, which is something we talked about before because you've had this limit on how many wild cards you can buy a week. So we're like, okay, so when this game comes out on, on phones and on tablets and a lot of people can play it, how are they ever going to get caught up if they have a cap? Because there are some people who are going to get this game and they're going to want to drop 150 bucks on it and get all the cards, right? Because sure. there are those people in every game and that's perfectly fine with me. In Legends That's of Runeterra, yeah, and in Legends of Runeterra, you literally couldn't do that. So basically, it said this: Listen, we slowed down the progression to make beta engaging and evolving, but they're pulling those limitations. So no more weekly stock in the store. And I love this little thing that they added: you can now purchase cards directly from the collection tab using coins. So you see that champion that you need, you don't have to go buy champion cards. You can just purchase coins and drop 300 coins per champion oh so they don't even need to buy the Wait, wild so you, cards so you don't buy the wild cards anymore you just buy the cards yeah i mean you can you can go to the store and buy a stack of wild cards with is there coins any advantage if you want. to that no so i don't know why you would go to the store and buy wild cards if you can just buy yeah. each individual card with coins so each huh. card has like a price point now so basically what they're saying is like here's Here's the literal price point for any given champion card. Um, and you can just go spend some money, buy some coins, and buy whatever card you want. You just go into your collection yeah. and boom, 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 buy them all if you want to. You want to blow the money and buy mm -hmm. all of them? You can. So that lets you get caught up with money. Sure. No, I think that's great. I, look, I applauded the original intent to make beta interesting by not letting people, not letting whales immediately get every card in the game. And what we saw was really cool, which was an extended, like, uh, period where people built their collections, experimented with new things, didn't always, you know, like Heimerdinger didn't show up for a while, and then all of a sudden was really popular because somebody figured it out, and finally enough people had, you know, three Heimerdingers to play. Like, I mean, that was a really engaging thing, and I think it made beta feel special and memorable especially for people who played other card games where metas would be solved in a matter of weeks and often less hearthstone metas get solved in like two weeks uh sometimes you hearthstone know? metas are solved before the set releases yeah sometimes well i i i've um, they they're approached and they're theory theorized before yeah. the sets release but i i i've seen like you know 
it never gets completely figured out, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Hearthstone, yeah, is always a mess with that. Tesla started to get that way a little bit too, by the end. So, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, I, I think this is good. I think this is really good. And this will pick up some of that because, you know, now there are people who are streamers who they're going to want to just say, okay, when the set comes out, I'm just going to go buy all the cards in the set. And that's fine. Yeah but, I, yeah, but I think one of the things that's, like, easy to forget is that, like, when you had, like, even in Hearthstone and Tessel, what the top streamers played didn't often affect where the meta landed. You know what I mean? Um, because although streamers are very influential, they're actually a very small percentage of the population. So sometimes a streamer will find something really potent and it'll catch on. But it's more often it's the people because streamers are often focused on entertainment. Uh, more often it's the people in the trenches that are at the top of the ladder and and they're not as public yeah. facing that that really end up building and, and defining the meta. It's the um, first serious even, tournament after a set. Yeah, it's the first serious tournament or the first like competitive season where the where the ladder, you know, really gets serious in the top. Uh, players end up kind of competing for those top spots and what decks they end up using like that's kind of what dictates it so like yeah the metas are going to get solved faster probably but i will say my current theory is that the uh legends of runeterra's inherent like base game mechanics are a lot less um it's a lot less clear to figure out what's good and what's good against what um, because of the way that like the passing back and forth of attacks happen, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of it's a little bit more complexity um, in the actual game itself. There's more complexity in how you how you play a strategy and how you adapt a strategy as opposed to um, just curving out a board and strictly you know taking especially in the especially when aggro in other games like aggro tends to be very like linear very much the games play the same way every time and i guess i just feel like runeterra the, the the games don't feel the same every time so a lot of times it's a little bit harder to isolate exactly how good something is exactly what matchups are favorable and stuff like that i just feel like the mechanics make each game feel different and sometimes the games just snowball a little bit but that doesn't necessarily mean if you attack that game again with the same matchup that that other person couldn't snowball too. But in every, but it's it's an earned equation. So I I mm-hmm. just I just feel like there's something about this game, and maybe someone else has written about it uh, and kind of talked about this, but that that makes the meta harder to completely pin down and just a little bit more accessible. I will say the pace of the game, even against a lot of aggro, with the exception of maybe these ultra, ultra fast aggro decks out of Noxus, like which are very susceptible to anything that heals, you know? Yeah, or um, board wipes in any way. Or bo- Right. Um, so they have their clear, distinct weaknesses, but I, I, I just kind of feel like the game is just a little bit slower paced um, and favors that defender just enough um, to really make it so that you can have a bad matchup, and with the exception of a couple, you know, glaring examples, elusives being, in my opinion, one of them, you can have a bad matchup on paper and still execute, you know, your strategy in such a way to give yourself a good opportunity if you play well uh, to beat that bad matchup. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just I've been impressed with where with where it is. I didn't not expect the meta to be this um, uh, changing. Yeah, ever evolving. 
yeah, and and I just um I'm I'm just that's just not something giving people access to the wild card so that they can craft everything on day one of a new expansion does not concern me the way it would if this was Hearthstone uh, or sure. even Elder Scrolls Legends. So like it just yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm not worried about it, and I'm excited about that. I'm gonna hoard some stuff for the next set, and I'll mm -hmm. likely craft most of it and purchase some in the beginning because I don't mind throwing them some money at this point on cards. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the coolest uh, pirate flavored uh, board companion thing Ooh. or board anything any of those things. I haven't <laughs> bought one of them yet, but I'm going to. But I'm waiting to see if I can get like a parrot a parrot. Or like a pirate monkey or something. Oh, that would that, be cool. Then that's what I'm going to get. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want a parrot. I'm sure they'll come out with some cosmetics. I guarantee it. Yeah. So they've yeah. also made expeditions a little bit cheaper because you're not getting that champion. So they used to be 3,000 shards or 300 coins. They're now 2,000 shards and 200 coins. Of course, you're going to get that at level two as well, which is fine. All that, all that stuff is fine. Um, so, yep, that's fine. Um we're I, fine make them cheaper that's fine i'm still gonna play the one a week that i get um yeah xp bonus so this is the one other little additional thing that i wanted to bring up that i think is important and and we can wrap up the news and that's the xp boost on levels on region roads so they're actually when they release a new set they're gonna give an xp bonus on some of the roads that you that we're already progressing so like for me I will have them all done. But for someone who's new to the game and really wants to grind out the new one, they can also be like, you know what? Right now, I can go grab Demacia and finish the region road with my XP boost. And that's really cool. So I can buy some of the cards from this set and then get the XP boost on the region roads that I haven't finished yet, which will every set give people the opportunity to catch up a little bit. And I think it was a concern that we've had. Will people be able to catch up? Will this be inaccessible to new players? And they've come along and just like answered all of those things and just said, nope, I mean, we're going to make it accessible. It never, I mean, you'll be behind, but like they're giving you so much stuff. You can get caught up and you definitely can get to multiple playable decks quickly. Within multiple, not just a week, one. week or two. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, to be honest, I wasn't that worried about it in the first place. Um, but this is even better. So, yes. Good. Yeah. I mean, I understand why people were, right? Because in other games, people it really were, does feel that way. People were using, people were basing that off of other games. And frankly, they were looking for something to whine about, have a problem with, worry about. Not, not I'm not trying to, in, like, I'm not trying to suggest that, like, they're, basis you know their the basis for their argument was even incorrect but simply like if if we've learned anything so far from the the patch notes and stuff that they've released it's that they're very very cognizant of what the community is saying what the community is thinking and so i guess it's a good thing every everybody was saying it but i will say like there's this, at, at this point i don't feel like i have to nitpick about um like the economy I don't even really feel like I have to nitpick about balance because they're being very, very proactive yeah. um, and communicative that like, I just like, Oh, if people are worried about, you know, new players getting caught up, isn't it in riot's best interest for new players to want to stick with the game after the expansion? Yes. Has riot indicated that they're going to make common sense decisions when it comes to making people like their game. Yes. Ipso facto. I ain't worried about it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, right, if you don't give us something to complain about, we're going to have a hard time pulling off a podcast about you all the time. Listen, I'm just going to keep complaining about Ionia's art direction, and <laughs> we'll make it uh, till the next set. Don't worry. Until until they put out, like, a cybernetic version of Ionia, and you get, like, oh. cyber, cybernetic Zed and Yasuo. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. It's not like, oh, man, dude, I cyber ninjas. Dude, there are so <laughs> many cool skins for champions. I cannot yeah. wait till they start releasing, like, skins for champion cards, and I can make, like— you know, I don't know, like pirate karma, and I don't see. I don't know if I would completely love that. Dude, only, I love it. only that. Like, what I don't want. Okay, let me. What I don't want is like for the enemy karma to be a pirate, right? Because that's what Bilgewater does. Okay, you know? so here's... like I would want them to stay in, like, stay in their lanes. You know what I mean? Like new cool skins. You know, different like I like for example, I would really I would love to see Yasuo right in a more like traditional like samurai armor, right? Sure. Like that would be a skin I would love to see. Just a very, you know, like uh, kind of you know historic, more historic approach, right? Um, or you know, Zed with a a like less armory and more like ninja e you know, cloth and, and more muted, like, appearance. Like, I would love seeing that. Okay, right? let me bring this idea to you because I've, I've wondered okay. if they're going to do something like this. So Darius, who's the Noxus yeah. champion, right? He has sure. a lot of skins, but one of my favorite ones was, like, a Northlander Darius, and he has, like, a bear pelt on his back and a big mm -hmm. axe, right? So what if they didn't release a skin for the card that went on Darius right that mm. you would just play like a, a, a basically a frail yord version of darius in noxus what if yeah. they released a different darius that was still called darius that had a different mm. ability with the frail but he was in frail yord with the frail yord oh, look God, that would just be that would just be so hard to manage would that be uh, i like know? the idea but like that's a lot of extra i mean you're introducing new champions that are like cross back i mean maybe that's a whole set down the line you I would know, just faction faction traders or something, you know, and and then they the the the, the you know the the characters move over to a different faction for a season or something like that could be fun, you know. Yeah, I I would love. I don't know. I think There's that a lot could of be... fun things you could do, or like limited time events where like they use those skins instead mm -hmm. or something. I don't know, but I guess what I I guess I just don't necessarily love the idea of so like getting too crazy with the skins um to the point where it starts seeming goofy so like example um heroes of the storm which was blizzard's moba which was actually pretty darn good in my opinion because as a dota 2 man like i was used to the very like high like high skill requirement like very like you have to stay super on top of everything and the games were longer but so going over to heroes of the storm i could get what i like about dota in small doses, you know, mm -hmm. um, in between things. Oh, I was doing a thing of logic. Well, let me play 20 minutes of Heroes of the Storm, uh, and I can I don't care about the outcome because it's just 20 minutes as opposed to a 45-minute game where I'm, you know, like watching my, you know, carries GPM slip, you know? <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, no, but, but the problem with that was they had some absolutely ridiculous skins that just weren't, it took the coolness factor away sometimes when Anubarak looked like a ladybug, you know, <laughs> or like, sure. 
you know. I mean, there's and, a Darius skin where he's a basketball player and he's carrying yeah, that would a, to, that would like, totally ruin immersion. A for me. backboard that is made into an axe, right? Yeah. There's also one where he carries kill. a stop sign. Yeah, that would completely kill immersion for me. And it's one thing in a MOBA, but it's a totally another thing in a card game. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how they handle some of those skins. I fully expect them to do some things that I don't love with skins because it will make them a tremendous amount of money because there are going to be a lot of League of Legends players who come over to Legends of Runeterra who have their favorite skin from their favorite champs and they want to pick mm -hmm. it up for their cards. Um, I'm just, I'm a little curious to see exactly how they're going to do it. I would love to see them come out with new skins but have them be an entirely new card in an entirely different faction. I would love to see them introduce like the cybernetic like the cybernetic faction and pull five champs from five different regions and redesign them all cybernetic and have there be like a space themed cybernetic invasion like alternate mm -hmm. parallel universe of them coming down or like or like the death knights kind of like for the death knights from Hearthstone where they get like remade and stuff yeah so there could there could be some cool stuff there could be some cool stuff in there but um that's all the news and that's all that we're covering this week yeah. um <laughs> so that's gonna be it i do want to remind you that we have a giveaway we are kind of on hold right now because the designer um isn't really working right now and the company who makes the stuff isn't really working right now uh obviously i can't literally i can't do anything about that so um when life gets up and running we will certainly ship out a hat to whoever we pull who left us a review, a five-star rating and review this month. So go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review there. We'll read it out on stream. I don't have any new ones to read out this week, so the drawing is still relatively small. But go over and leave us that rating and review so we can give you a shout-out here on the show and then also put you in the drawing for that Legends cast hat. That's going to be that black-on-black snapback hat with the golden legends cast logo across the front of it. So um, I know that me and DBN are going to be wearing them backwards um, or maybe I'm, maybe I'll wear mine forwards. So you can see the logo um, as we do the show. I'll wear mine backwards. I'm a backwards hat man. Yeah. We're also now going to be streaming on and off um, for the show. I can't promise that we're going to be live every week, but we typically record around 9.30 p.m. EST at, uh, right now we're going to do it at twitch.tv slash the lift. Um, and so if you want to come over and watch live on Tuesday evenings, if you got nothing else to do, or you just want to make a special trip over and hang out with us, we'd love to hang out with you. We got Royal Shine in the, uh, in the, uh, in the chat tonight. So thank nice. you. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us. And I think Royal Shine's in uh masters right now so congratulations or we had a couple oh, of people from yes dude couple people uh hit masters um the last thing i want to say the last shout out is i'm going to tell you to go check out silver fuses page um on youtube because she released an otk lucian deck and um she built it but we talked about it at one point and i was like i think you could do like an elusive lucian build where you give lucian elusive with double attack and one shot people and um and keep rallying to kill them and, uh, and she has one of those over there. So I just want to give Silver a little shout out. Go check out that deck. I was excited to see that work because that was something I was trying to build and was never successful at. So Yeah, she's putting out a lot of really good content, what with the quarantine and self-isolation yeah. um, and social distancing and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, you know, definitely check out her YouTube page. Uh, I think she's streaming on Twitch as well, too, these days still. But the YouTube page is where it's at. I love watching her content. So... Uh, I think you guys will really like it too. 
Yep, yep, yep. So uh, anything else you want to give a shout out or want to say this week? No, um, just uh, thanks to everybody who's been in the Discord and chit-chatting and kind of providing a lot of positivity. Um, yes. And even just, I mean, sometimes just discussion and kind of helping each other through difficult times. It's been really cool to see. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't always comment in, but I do like reading and I like seeing people just spending the extra time chatting with friends and stuff like that in the Discord. So it's just, it's, you know, keep it up, guys, because, you know, this that's if it wasn't for the discord you know i i think and you know mark would agree like um it's given us a, an extra little bit of reason to keep doing this because oh yes it's it's not just because i mean we have a good time doing it um but you know we love the community that has just sort of appeared magically um and they we don't even need to do much they seem to support each other in a really cool way so um keep keep it up guys uh yeah, it's y'all are y'all are doing good, and um, I think there's a lot of people out there that um, just need a little bit of that extra encouragement. And so, if you haven't joined our Discord yet and want to get into our, part of our little family, uh, definitely do so. Uh, I guess there's usually the link in the episode. Yeah, it's in the show notes. Like mm-hmm. um, but we, you know, we're always happy to happy to see you guys, and we always I always try to see when somebody new comes in and and welcome you. And if you ever want to message us. Uh, the Discord's the best way to do it. If you want to have a question yeah. or want us to, uh, you know, put out a, a, you know, answer a question on the show, uh, or just somebody to chat with um, while you're quarantined, uh, that's what we're here for. And in, in many ways, that's part of why we're still doing it. Absolutely. And I don't have any closing thoughts for today. I'm just gonna say, hey, be safe, stay healthy, be smart, respect, mm-hmm. respect the recommendations. Um, that are out there right now and uh, so that you and and your loved ones can stay healthy and come out the other side of the quarantine a better person it's a lot of negative stuff that's going on out there right now and uh, and there is a lot of negative ways that you can spend your quarantine there's a lot of negative ways and uh, and i've been sort of digging into some of like the negative upticks on stuff through the internet that people are tuning into and um, stuff that could just wreck your life. They'll make you a worse person rather than a better person. I've dedicated to getting on my bicycle every day, playing two games of TFT and biking for like an hour and 15 minutes. And sure, <laughs> I lose those games of TFT, but I'm going to come out in better shape than and whenever I came in. And, and I could have come go. into quarantine, eat a box of Cheez-Its every other day and mm. come out 15 pounds heavier. But I'm going to come out lighter um, as, as a product of that. So, um, So, hey, you know what? Just make healthy make wise choices go to sleep early wake up at a good time those sorts of things that's my only i guess i did have a closing thought but uh just you know much love to anybody out there who's dealing with quarantine or being confined to their home listen we're with you um i mean dbn's not with you but i'm with you and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're like my brother my brother right now works at a costco and he has to go to work every day for 12 hours in the meat department and it's horrible so he does understand what it means i mean he's seeing thousands of people every day so he's almost definitely going to get the virus um so you know i feel i feel bad for for those who are having to work and i feel bad for those who are out of work so you know just know that my thoughts go out there and i'm actively praying for the situation i will say this i'm going to give one plug so randomly um i started live streaming for our church 
And so it's nothing like major, but three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday and Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. And Wednesday night from 7 to 8 p.m. I am live sharing encouragement and live streaming and praying for people um, on uh, facebook.com slash newlifexn. New Life X is on N is in Nancy. So if you just want to come hang out with me on Facebook Live uh, during the week, if you got nothing else to do or you want some prayer, you want to come hang out with me, come do it. I literally, it's the funnest, some of the funnest stuff I've ever done for my job. I'm just hanging out with people whom I love deeply and care about a lot. And I'm just getting a chance to encourage them and pray for them. We're reading through some stuff in the Bible together. Um, it's not a Bible study. I'm just reading some encouragement and sharing some stuff from my heart. Um, and, uh, and that's been really cool. So come and hang out with me there at, uh, facebook.com slash new life XN. Yep. Okay. Awesome. That's it. Sick. That's it. Dude. I tried. We only, we went over by an extra 20 minutes. My bad. It's okay. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm, I'm next week. Next week. I'm going to have, I'm gonna have a ton of time to play this weekend. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just nice. quarant self quarantining all the way till Monday when I have to go to work again. Uh, and nice. I'm going to play so much Runeterra. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, as soon as I write my paper, I'm off to Runeterra. So I got one seminary paper to write this week, and then I'm off to Runeterra, buddies. Okay. Well, that's going to do Heck it. Yeah. That's going to do it for us here uh, for this episode of Legends Cast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Leave us that rating and review to get entered into our drawing for a Legends Cast hat. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with us, and we'll catch you back here next week. Thanks for listening to Legends Cast. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you want to become a supporter of the show, visit patreon.com slash legendscast or leave a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts.